Coming up in Locked on Rams, I'm going to give you the one thing that the Rams need to do in each of the three phases of the game to advance to the NFC Championship game. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up? I am Travis Rogers. Thanks for checking out Locked on Rams. I am your new host on the Locked on Rams channel. Hope that you've gotten a chance to see the couple of episodes that we've done. Of course, I've been hosting the Rams pre-half and post-game show since the Rams have come back from St. Louis, sort of their rifle home here in Los Angeles, and we've been breaking it down the entire time. Thanks for making this your first listen every single day. Of course, you can find Locked on Rams free and available wherever you find your Locked on podcast, any of your podcasts. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day. You can follow me on Twitter at Travis Rogers. And we've got a lot to get to on today's Locked on Rams episode. And let's get right to it. The three things that they need to do if they're going to get this thing right and advance to the NFC Championship game. You got to get it right in all three phases. It was something that they were remarkably good at in the wildcard round against Arizona. The offense, very, very good. The defense, better than very, very good. And the special teams, I thought, had their best day of the entire season. So what needs to go right in the game against Tampa? Well, let's start with the offense, right? The number one things that the offense needs to do is not turn that ball over. It sounds so incredibly easy, and I guess it's easy to say. It's very hard to do. And you look at some of the numbers that they've done. It, it's 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 obvious that the more you turn the ball over, the less chance you have to win the game, right? Duh. Here's the deal. The Rams really don't lose games if they don't turn the ball over. It's as simple as that. When they have the positive ratio, when they turn it over fewer times than they take it away, they just don't lose. And in particular, we're talking about Matthew Stafford. Here are some numbers for you. The Rams had a 12-5 and season this year, right? Really good. They win the NFC West. The five losses, though, here are the numbers. Here are how they turned it over in those five games. Their first loss of the season against Arizona, Matthew Stafford threw an interception. They fumbled the ball once as well. L. Next loss of the season, and this was the beginning of the three losses in a row in the month of November where nothing was going the Rams' way. Matthew Stafford, two interceptions, including a pick six. They lose big to Tennessee on national television. The next week, they go to San Francisco. Matthew Stafford throws. Yep, you got it right. Two more interceptions with another pick six. They lose that game. Bad. San Francisco all over them again. That was the five of the six in a row. Then the next weekend after that, they're on their way to Green Bay, which they may have to go back and do here in another week if things break their way. Three more interceptions for Matthew Stafford. And yes, yet again, another pick six. The Rams also fumbled twice in that game. Add it all up. Oh, I forgot, right? The final game of the season, the fifth loss of the season, the second loss to San Francisco, Matthew Stafford, two more interceptions. Add it all up. That is 10 interceptions for Matthew Stafford in those five losses. When he doesn't throw it to the other team, they really don't lose. And it's more important than ever before going into this game because who's on the other side, right? That's not Jimmy Garoppolo, who they weren't able to do it with. That's not even Ryan Tannehill, right? It's Tom Brady. That's a very bad man. Now, we'll get to Tom Brady in the third segment of Locked on Rams. I'm going to give you five very good reasons that you should be rooting against Tom Brady. There's more than five. I had to trim the list along the way. So give me credit for, for reducing it to just five and holding myself to just five. But 
Tom Brady, you, you don't give him an extra chance. If you give Kyler Murray a chance, right? If you give Kyler Murray a chance, he's going to give you one. It's kind of a one-for-one deal. He's going to give you as many as you're going to give him. You can live your life like that. If you go to Minnesota the way that they did a few weeks ago, Kirk Cousins isn't going to make you pay for that. Lamar Jackson in Baltimore may or may not have made the Rams play. We'll never know because he didn't play. But Huntley's not going to make you pay like that. Tom Brady is the scariest guy in the world. Think about it. I don't, I don't care if we're talking about basketball, baseball, football, golf, whatever sport that you're into. If your opponent is that guy, and you know what I'm talking about, right? The guy that I'm talking about is not only is he terrific at what he does. Tom Brady is terrific at what he does. It's the most obvious thing in the world. They don't mess up. They don't give it to you. They don't just say, okay, here, I'm going to give you a freebie, give you a short field, throw a pick six, fumble in my own, and make a terrible decision with the football, mangle the clock, all of these things that, you know, even in pros, sometimes they do that. Brady's not going to do one of those things, and he's really not going to do one of those things late in January. That's why the turnovers are so important. Don't give them extra opportunities. You're going to want to have the same amount of opportunities as they are, cash in one or two more than they do. But if you give them a couple of freebies, if you give them a short field, you know, Matthew Stafford had the pick six bug in the month of November. If that shows up again, the Rams are going to be in a really tough spot. Number one, and you got to run the ball. You got to protect the quarterback. You got to, you know, convert on first down and give yourself second and shorts. All those things that we all know about. Don't lose the turnover battle. Number one priority for the Rams going into offense. Number two, defense, it's kind of the exact opposite, right? We're talking about some things you got to get. We're talking about Matt Stafford not throwing the ball to the wrong team. You're going to want to put pressure on Tom Brady. I would love, I would love to sit here and tell you that I think that the Rams are going to find a way to get Tom Brady to throw a couple of picks. I don't think it's going to happen. I would love to tell you that they're going to find a way to get somebody to put the ball on the ground a couple of times, that they're going to get to Tom Brady five, six, seven times. That would be wonderful. And I'd love to be wrong about this. I don't think that I am. I think what's going to happen is you can move him. We saw it in week three. I get it. Tom Brady in September, very different than Tom Brady in January. But if you can move him, if you can make him get rid of the ball earlier than he would like to, if you can make him have to step up in that pocket, make him duck Aaron Donald, make him run away from Vaughn Miller, make him find out where Leonard Floyd is going into any of these things, then all of a sudden we've got an opportunity to make Tom Brady something other than the greatest quarterback of all time and just a guy that you're competing against in the playoffs. And that's the goal. You're not going to erase Tom Brady the way that you can erase Kyler Murray, what they did in the wildcard weekend. You're going to have to go and fix something like that along the way. But what you can do is you can find a way to make him more normal, more human, and that's something that I think they absolutely need to do on the defensive side. One other little small thing that I want to put in there, Rob Gronkowski – got hurt the first time they played each other, right? He got hit very hard in that game, left the game, actually ended up missing some time after that uh, because of the big hit. Gronk is this guy, right? Mike Evans is a great player, and obviously they've had some other guys coming in and out of the lineup, but Gronk is the guy, it's the security blanket. He's the guy that when they get in trouble, right? Who Think about you. Think about me. Think about anybody. When we get into a situation that maybe we're not loving, you go back to what you know. You have a little bit of a hangover, you go to the cheeseburger fries and the Coke, right? You get in a little bit of a pickle on a football field. Where's the guy I've been throwing touchdowns to for the last 10 years? That's Rob Gronkowski. Do work on Rob Gronkowski. Now, who that falls to, whether it's Troy Reader, whether that's Ernest Jones, who's back with the team, we'll find out. But that's what I think the Rams need to do on the defensive side of the ball. As for the offensive side, or I should say the special team side, 
This is the great mystery. Johnny Hecker for a long time was fantastic. Johnny Hecker for most of the season, not so fantastic. He showed up again against Arizona. Make your extra points with Matt Gay. Maybe kick a couple of field goals along the way. If you can sneak a long one in there, Gay's got the big leg. Tampa fans know that, right? They got to see him for a while. But Johnny Hecker needs to do what he did against Arizona. Here's some numbers for you real quick, right? Here's Arizona's starting field position in the first half of that game against the Rams. 25-yard line because of a touchback. The nine. Thank you, Johnny Hecker. The 25-yard line a couple of more times because of touchbacks. The one. Thank you, Johnny Hecker. The 13, thank you, Johnny Hecker. The 10 and the 14. When you're making teams go 85, 90, plus 90 yards to score touchdowns, you got a really good chance. Even Tom Brady, as good as he is, is not going to put together five, six, 85-yard-plus drives. It's too difficult, especially against a defense that has Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, and guys like that. So they're going to have to find a way to make sure that Johnny Hecker has the day that he had against Arizona against Tampa. Can he do it? Absolutely. He's a multiple-time All-Pro. He's been able to do it most of his career, but this season in particular, Johnny Hecker's had a little bit of a, of an issue as far as not being able to flip that field position the way that he's done it so many times before. Okay, big news for the Rams on the injury front. We'll give you that coming up in just a little bit. Okay, listen up, Rams fans. I want to tell you about Get Upside. right? It is an incredible app for anybody that buys gas. That's just about all of us, right? You need to know about Get Upside. My listeners, they're making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas you buy every single time you fill up, right? Here's how you do it. You just download the Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play. Go do it right now. Why not, right? Use that promo code TOUCHDOWN and you will get a bonus 25 cents for every gallon that you first fill up on, right? That's 50 cents cash back, cash back, not cash, cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. You just download the app for free. Again, let me give you the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. And some people that drive a lot, a lot of us here in Los Angeles, right? We spend a lot of time in our cars. They're making as much as two to 300 bucks a month in cash back. Best part, there's no catch. The cash back gets added right back to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, e-gift card, Amazon, other brands, however you want it, they can probably do it. Just download the free Get Upside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's TOUCHDOWN, or I should say that's the code TOUCHDOWN on the Get Upside app. And if you drive the way I do, that is a huge, huge deal. Also, Hey, look, it's football season, right? It's a new playoff season. It is a new year. And Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we get into the playoffs and beyond, right? Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It is a new year, which means they have a new updated desktop and mobile website. Here's what you do you sign up today and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit, but you got to use the promo code locked on to get started let me tell you again locked on is your promo card they've got football basketball hockey boxing ufc right on down the line your favorite vegas casino games so don't wait right take advantage of all the amazing offers available in 2022 bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports bet online where the game starts 
Thank you again for making Locked on Rams your first listen every day. And a big announcement, the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show podcast is going on the road right here to L.A. for Super Week. Follow the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show today to get the most comprehensive coverage of the big game. It is free and it is available on all platforms. Okay, so let's talk about some of the injuries and the big one for the Rams that we just found out today here on a Friday afternoon. Andrew Whitworth is not going to be available on Sunday. Also, Taylor Rapp, safety Taylor Rapp, also not available on Sunday. Now, let's start with Taylor Rapp first because the Rams played without Taylor Rapp last week, which means Eric Weddle had to join the team. Jordan Fuller goes down as well. So that's something that the Rams had to deal with last week. That's with Tom Brady, though, at quarterback this week. Not exactly the same thing. I think that the Rams secondary, in particular, the back half of that secondary, right? Jalen Ramsey and Darius Williams, they're going to hold their own. They've done, you know, Jalen Ramsey's Jalen Ramsey. There's really not even a ton to say right there about him. But the fact of the matter is, Darius Williams has played really well, too, on the other side. The Rams safety group, maybe a little bit less so. I think there's a lot of pressure on them. So all of a sudden, not having uh, a guy like Taylor Rapp there is a big deal because Tom Brady's going to be able to take advantage of whatever it is that that secondary is not doing well on any given day. Kyler Murray, maybe not so much. This kind of brings us back to our first point, right, which is they need to get pressure on Tom Brady. If Tom Brady has pressure, then whatever's going on in the back half of the defense matters a little bit less. But Taylor Rapp is down. So imagine you're going to see a little bit more Eric Weddle. You're going to see a little Nick Scott along the way as well. You'll see the guys that you saw against Arizona. Hopefully, Tom Brady doesn't get the opportunity to have enough time to set up and do what he does to, well, pretty much everybody uh, in that situation. But the big one, of course, Andrew Whitworth, right? Andrew Whitworth, the left tackle. And you almost can't say enough about what he's done since he's come back to this team. That one of the first things that Sean McVay did when he came here to this team was they went and got Andrew Whitworth, right? They Jared Goff had been here under the Jeff Fisher era, and Jared Goff was running for his life. The, the Rams offensive line was not good, and the way that Sean McVay wanted to fix that was to go get Andrew Whitworth from Cincinnati. And since they have, the Rams have had one of the better offensive line units in football, certainly one of the more consistent offensive line units in football. And this year in particular, look, they've had some days here or there where it hasn't been fantastic. But generally speaking, they've been very, very good. And Andrew Whitworth is the anchor of that. I know he's not the player that maybe he was five or six years ago. I know that maybe he's not the all-pro level guy that he was but that's still Andrew Whitworth over there. He's the guy that just, it's kind of like having your dad around, right? He's kind of like having your big brother when you go to the park, somebody that's just going to have your back, that he knows everything there is to know. He's not going to see anything on a football field that he hasn't seen before. You know that if you need to get somebody blocked for one play, Andrew Whitworth is going to be able to take care of business right there. So not having him, it's not just a schematic thing. Joe Nopum's going to come in. He's going to play left tackle. He's done it before. He's had a lot of starts along the offensive line, some at left tackle, some at some other places along the way. So it's not that he's a terribly inexperienced player, but there aren't too many guys in the league that have the experience of an Andrew Whitworth. So with him being out, I think that's a big deal. I guess if there's good news and not that any of us that love sports want to see anybody get hurt, but the fact of the matter is the Tampa Bay Bucks are missing a guy too. Or if they're not missing Tristan Wirfs, they're going to be using a player in Tristan Wirfs who maybe is not at his best. He got hurt against Philly, finished the game. We'll figure out whether or not he's going to go on Sunday before too long. But, Fact of the matter is, both teams are missing some players on the offensive line, and 
that's life in the NFL right now, right? That's life in the NFL when we get to the point where we're playing in late January. Guys are banged up. Guys are hurt. We saw Whitworth leave in the very early part of the – I want to say it was after the first play, the play that got bought back. Uh, we saw Sony Michelle. I think it was a 35-yard run, the first play from scrimmage, and Andrew Whitworth uh, had to leave the game. He missed a play or two, and then he came back in. I think Rams fans at the moment, okay, good, he's back in, everything's okay. Well, here we go a week later, and he's unavailable. Now, we'll see what it means moving forward if there is a moving forward, but I don't think you can put too much of, a, of an emphasis on where he is. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. Ernest Jones is coming back for the Rams. Uh, the linebacker, you know, the Rams kind of have that defense that we've seen for the last few years where it's all about the front, it's all about getting pressure in the back end and having Jalen Ramsey and having Darius Williams and these guys in the position. So not a ton of linebacker. We talked a little bit about Troy Reader. We've talked a little bit about Ernest Jones early in the season. Well, he's back and he's going to be available. So I would, this kind of comes back to what we were talking about with Rob Gronkowski. So now all of a sudden you've got a little bit more flexibility in that position than maybe you haven't had before. I want to go back and talk about Ed, uh, Eric Weddle one more time. The amount of snaps that he played against Arizona was relatively minimal, but they were important. And it was the, the importance is of what it allows the other parts of the defense to do, in particular, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey and Eric Weddle developed a bond very, very quickly. Even though they didn't play a million games together, they figured each other out really well. They respect each other a great deal. And what Weddle does is it allowed Jalen Ramsey to take a chance or two. It allows Jalen Ramsey to maybe cheat to a spot. Eric Weddle knows the spot that he's going to cheat to, and he can have his back. He can cover those spots that maybe Taylor Rapp didn't get, that maybe Jordan Fuller, just because of the lack of NFL playing time that they had. Eric Weddle's been around the block a million different times. He knows. He knows when Jalen Ramsey's going to try something. They can communicate that pretty effectively, where maybe the other guy isn't able to do that nearly as well. So I think that's another opportunity for Weddle to kind of backstop Jalen Ramsey. Of course, with that comes everything else that we mentioned, namely Tom Brady being able to take advantage of a guy who has not played football in two years. I can't say that enough. Eric, what, what Eric Weddle did last weekend is we kind of moved past because because Cam Akers did what he did and it was just so remarkable. You kind of forget that Eric Weddle went into an NFL game after two years of playing as much NFL football as me and you and held his own. It, it was pretty remarkable, but there's going to be a lot of pressure on him coming up as well. All right. I mentioned it off the top. We're going to get to it next. The top five reasons. There's more than five, but I'm only going to give you five. The top five reasons that you need to make sure that you're rooting against Tom Brady this weekend. But first, I got a question for you. How's your new year going, right? How are those new year's resolutions hanging in there? Because if you're anything like me, uh, some of them are about getting fit, maybe eating a little bit healthier. You need to make sure that you put Built Bar into that plan, right? Built Bar is the protein bar that doesn't taste like one. It tastes like a candy bar, maybe even a little bit better than a candy bar. You know what the other ones taste like, right? Built Bar is nothing like that. There's none of that chalky, that waxy. Who doesn't hate the waxy or that chemical, like sweet, sour thing that's going on in there? None of that at Built Bar. And we all want to eat healthy, right? But it gets hard. It gets boring. By a couple of weeks, you're like, man, this is just not, it's not for me. I, I, need, I need a little bit of something. Where's something sweet? Where's the chocolate? How about this? Built Bar's covered in 100% real chocolate. Here's what's in them. 
130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Go look at the back of a candy bar and tell me which one of those two things you had when the taste is just about the same, right? Go to all your spots, all the spots you put something, you snack on your car, your desk, your work, your office, everywhere you got it, right? Swap them out. Put the built bars in there. Take that other stuff out. And even if you're not a huge fan of your workouts, right? You're not the guy that's doing push-ups every 10 minutes. You can at least eat something that tastes good and know that you're doing something good for your body. A million flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry cookies and cream. So many many more along the way. So Built is always coming out with new and limited time flavors. So check it out. Built.com to see what's new. Okay, so as promised, the five reasons that you should be rooting against Tom Brady this week. And I assume if you're listening to Locked on Rams, and by the way, thank you for doing so. I appreciate you listening to Locked on Rams as you do. You should subscribe. You should rate. You should tell me how great the show is. And if you got something else, I guess you could do that as well. You can also follow me on Twitter at Travis Rogers. We've got our YouTube channel, the Locked on Rams YouTube channel. You can check out all of that stuff. Make sure that you do. Make sure that you get as much Locked on Rams content as you would like. All right. Number five, the five reasons to root against Tom Brady. Number five, nobody likes a back-to-back champ, right? We don't need to see Tom Brady go and do this again. He just did it last year. He got the Tampa thing. Yeah, 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 we got it. We understand you're really good, really good. Let's get some new blood in there. Let's get some Rams blood in there. Nobody likes a back-to-back champion. So beat it, number reason, number five, Tom Brady along the way. All right, here's the other thing. And this one, number four. I kind of like the argument about who was more responsible for what was going on in New England. Was it Bill Belichick, who's a genius, who knew exactly what to do with Tom Brady? Or is it just that Bill Belichick stumbled into the greatest quarterback of all time and Tom Brady brought Bill Belichick along for the ride in all the Super Bowls that they had in New England? If he gets another one in Tampa, if he wins this game on Sunday and he goes to another NFC Championship and another Super Bowl and, God forbid, he wins an eighth Super Bowl – are we even having that argument anymore? I need more bar arguments in my life. I need the Belichick or Brady argument. It's slightly tilted towards Brady right now. I can live with that, but I'm going to need Bill Belichick either to start getting some more Super Bowls on his half, or I'm going to need Tom Brady to lose on Sunday to the Rams because I like the argument Belichick or Brady, and Brady's making it very hard to argue on behalf of Bill Belichick. All right, reason number three. I'm over man in the arena, okay? Can we stop, please? I don't need a 28-part series on why Tom Brady is the greatest human being ever walked the face of the earth. I get it. He's good at football. I get it. He's got a beautiful wife. I get it that he's been through some stuff, that he didn't get to start at Michigan, and he doesn't eat strawberries, and, you know, avocado ice cream is a nice little treat for him. Yeah, great, dude. I do not need a multiple-part series on Tom Brady and why he's so wonderful, right? I already feel bad enough about myself and all the things that I'm not doing and that he is doing. I really don't need an endless television series, thanks ESPN, about how Tom Brady is the greatest guy in the world. I I, I get it. No more Tom Brady documentaries. I think if we get rid of him here, we don't need to worry about that anymore, or at least for a little while. Number two, and maybe this is uh, just me, little too handsome, right? Nobody, nobody should be able to win the Super Bowl as often as he does, go to the Super Bowl as often as he does, be able to act a little bit the way that he can, be in every commercial the way that he is, have the beautiful family, have the supermodel wife, and be, I don't know, he looks like a, a Hollywood movie star. He's a matinee idol. If you're here in L.A. walking around and you saw him walking down the red carpet at a premiere, would you say that guy looks like a football player or that guy looks like a leading man? 
Right. He doesn't. Football players should look like Lyle Alzado. Okay. Football players should look like Mean Joe Green. This is what football players are supposed to look like. Not like Tom Brady. Tom Brady looks like a, a cross between um, a, a fighter pilot and a movie star. That's not a good deal. You, you've got enough things on your side, Tom Brady. So let's root against him for that. And lastly, the number one reason you should be rooting against Tom Brady this year it's very, very simple. Seven's enough, bro. That is enough. No, nobody gets to win. Joe Montana won four Super Bowls, and we were all blown away by it, right? Oh, my gosh, Joe Montana, four Super Bowls. Take it easy. He's nearly doubled the man up. He's been to 10 of these things. Enough is enough is enough. Seven is more than enough for you, Tom Brady. So let's make sure that the Rams get in there, that the Rams get a chance to go to the NFC Championship, that the Rams get a chance to go back to the Super Bowl for the second time in the last four seasons. Because I think me, I think everybody that's not either a New England Patriots fan or not either a Tom Tampa Bay Brady or a Tampa Bay Bucks fan realizes that we've had enough of uh, Tom Brady in our life. Okay, that's going to do it for a Friday. Cannot wait for Sunday afternoon when the Rams and the Bucks get going with the chance to go to the NFC Championship game. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Locked on Rams wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on YouTube. You can find me at Travis Rogers on Twitter. Love to answer questions. Love to chat with you. So anytime you want to send that along, that would be great as well. Thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day. Now make sure that you make your second listen, Locked on Bets, your one daily, one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, Locked on Bets. It's hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and it's available on all platforms. We'll be back on Monday with everything NFC Divisional game. We're going to talk Rams, we're going to talk Bucks. Maybe we're throwing a party getting ready to go to the NFC Championship game or maybe it's the other thing. Go Rams. Until then, whose house it's locked on Ram's house.